Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your favorite podcast every week of weird, true stories, exciting stories, hilarious stories, thought-provoking stories, and conversation. Every week here on the podcast, I'm one of your hosts, Adam Beebe. And with me, as always, is the smiling sensei, Mr. Barry Johnston, who happens to be my oldest, uh, dearest friend in the world. Uh, We go all the way back to the womb, separate wombs, but, you know. Hey, hey, Barry, how you doing? How are you, Professor? I am doing well, thank you very much. What's what's the haps? Um, man, just kind of getting into the swing of things here in the... We're kind of making a, a transition into the warmer weather, and uh, I had a little cookout yesterday. Did a little nice, little nice. smoke, little smoke action. Um, just you kind of the smoking the 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 uh, the s- beef, smoke, the meat. smoking the meat, smoking okay. the meat. Uh, did you uh, roll it up, or did you? Did you uh, there's a beef bong. It was, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it was a new piece of meat for me. Um, Smoked a, a a pork shoulder, which was different for me. So anyway, that was good. Just yeah, we're just kind of chilling, man. I kind of I enjoy this time of year before it gets too hot. You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that sort of transition, and uh, so try to take advantage of that and um, making plans to uh, kind of get the outside of the house together here. Um, that's another. Item on the uh, t- the honeydew, yeah, yeah, the yeah, honeydew honey list. list. Uh, so, what are you up to, man? Well, you know, I almost was down there uh, in Oklahoma's side this weekend, but I just didn't work out. My brother's uh, second boy, his youngest boy, is he's only he's got two sons. It's his second son, uh, Brant. He graduated high school. Oh, and, nice! Uh, yeah, and he's going to uh, play uh, baseball in, at I think it's Eastern Oklahoma University or okay. some, something like that. Um, nice, nice. It's a smaller school, but you know, yeah. it'd be good for him. Great. He, and he's uh, he's a, he's a really good athlete. Um, he uh, he's uh, tall. And um, like he's probably like six three, dude. Oh wow! Yeah, he's tall and and, and muscular, and he is a hard working dude. Nice. He is serious about baseball. He has been serious about baseball um, since he was a little kid. Uh, first, it was Star Wars. That was his religion, and then yep. it became baseball. Yeah, and he is hardcore baseball, and he's a good player, and he's like serious about it, and you know he's he's been 
serious about it. He's one of those driving forces behind the teams that he's on. Nice. Um, you know, because it's not just a game. Uh, it's life. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, especially in Oklahoma, it's one of the yeah. big, I'd say one of the big three, you know, we got football. I'd put, uh, I put basketball and wrestling in there yeah. and, uh, and, and baseball is a big one, man. That's one Absolutely. of the, and we, we seem to churn out the, the baseball athletes, um, pretty decently around here and it's uh that's great man i see your brother post from time to time he'll post like pictures or little snippets of of uh of of the kids and him playing and that's so cool man it's time flies man you're just like golly we have kids that are like grown and yeah going and doing these really cool things and you know i know that uh going into college and playing a sport is a lot of takes a lot of dedication and my hats off to anybody that that does that and uh congratulations man that's it's amazing he'll do good he'll succeed he is uh like i said he's driven he doesn't he's not a partier he doesn't mess around he's not like uh you know uh, like you know me, the black sheep uh, of the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the same I was, way though. I uh, mean, you know, the wild is the wildish one. Um, you know, but uh, comparatively, yeah, I was I was the wild one. But you know, everybody has somebody had to do it. You know, I mean, yeah. we were running out at, by the point that I was there. You know, right? So, absolutely. Uh, so yeah. So um, speaking of wild one. Um, we have a very interesting conversation. We had a very, very interesting conversation with our guest this week. Uh, it's man, we get in there deep. Joining us from uh, 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 somewhere in the great, the Empire State of New York, is Nella. Nella, thank you for for joining us. What's your weird story? Well, well, thank you for having me, and thank you for for giving people this opportunity to to share this little bit unusual stories, maybe incidents from from like their lives. I think it's amazing. I love your show. Well, oh, thank great. you. Great, thank you. Thank we you love great. we love talking to people. We love hearing all kinds of stories. Um, but you know, it's those it's it's what well it's it's part of what we grew up with. It's part of our personal culture you know and and so we love to share and we love to hear so we're we're thankful for you to come on and share your stories yeah well i have several stories that i i would like to share and uh, you know for, first of all i want to say that, like i'm not some kind of weirdo okay well, I am, if you're a weirdo we all are so it's totally <laughs> fine this we have all of our thing is Weirdsville. Weirdsville is our community. We embrace the weird. You know, we embrace all of that stuff. So, you know. Good. So, so I am a very lo- logical, ra- rational person. But certain things happen in my life that I still don't know what, what the heck happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So let's, let's move back maybe like uh, maybe like 10 years or more. Uh, I was in the entertainment industry and, you know, to be like honest, here I was a stripper. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah, great. Hey, nothing wrong yeah. with that for sure. Well, I don't know if it's great. It wasn't that great because of that. <laughs> I got out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah, but uh, this this industry is full of uh, drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what what happened to me? I was kind of done with that business, but the last drop was that I actually. Uh, took some drugs, and I don't know what, what, what it was. I was told it was cocaine, mm. but it wasn't cocaine. Mm. And I had full-blown withdrawal symptoms, which is mm. not surprising. Mm. But then, after two days, I actually fainted. Oh, wow. And I fainted in the club. I was lying on this stinky, dirty carpet, and I couldn't move, and I couldn't control my myself. And I knew my, my brain was giving orders mm. to my hands to move, and my hands didn't move. Mm. I liked to move. And then I saw something like a white ball uh, flying out of my head, and it, it stopped above my ba- body. Then it scanned my body. It went down and back, and then it, it returned. And then finally I could move. Wow. So then I stood up, and I knew this was it. I knew I had to leave that industry. Mm. I did because this just scared me to death, uh, and I still don't know what what it was. As I see see it now, I think it was my soul really yeah. leaving my body. No kidding. And, and it came back, but I think if it didn't come back, pro- pro- probably I would die there. Right. Oh wow! Did you see yourself, or, or did you have that experience, or? Or not so much. Like, did you when you were out of your body? Could you see yourself laying there, or or was there any of that happening? I did. I did actually, but it wasn't even that I saw saw myself. It was like I was like in between that kind of like a white like a balloon almost, and my physical body, and and then it all came back, and I. Fu- finally could move wow wow that's yeah, intense it, that was so scary you, yeah, yeah i freaked out do you think it was fentanyl do you think you got fentanyl i don't think so because it was like uh, 15 years ago it wasn't oh. uh, in at that time i, I got gotcha. you i really honestly don't know what it was because because I took it only once. Okay. Right. Right. And, and and that's the thing. And I really did not use drugs that much. Alcohol, yes, because that that was just mandatory. Right. Uh, but yeah, this thing I just took it once, and uh, and it just simply it worked. It worked crazy. It yeah. Wow. So, I don't know what it was. Yeah, honestly. Wow. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe like GHB or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. There's no I telling. No idea about what these people 
a mix to yeah. you know get people addicted yeah. right right away basically that they buy from from them and I actually I refused to buy because I knew I would get addicted yeah uh, and uh, and they came to me the next day if I want more that like I would feel better uh, but I said no because I knew that would be it. Yeah. And, and then, like this, this happened, you know. So, like now, 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 I am a psychologist and I'm a coach. And mm-hmm. when my when my cl- uh, clients tell me that, like, uh, they like they use dr- drugs and like they cannot stop because they get so so sick, mm-hmm. they like they're gonna die. I actually believe them. Yeah, I sure. do believe them. Yeah, uh, like yes. Yes, you can actually die. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. from uh, from withdrawal symptoms and from detoxing. Your body has built a certain substance. Your body craves it; it needs it to, you know, for you to function. And if you take it away, even alcohol can be like that. If if someone's not an alcoholic, they can die without having that in their system. Yeah, alcohol uh, can be some of the worst. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, with alcohol, I actually heard that you can have some, something like a re- really strong withdrawal episode after like two years. Mm-hmm. I know that like you can you can really die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy, right? It's very serious. <laughs> yeah. my, my dad is a uh, an alcohol anonymous um I, I, he's not a therapist, but he he helps out with with people that are having addiction problems, and that's a big one. They they'll always um, they'll always have somebody dry out under the guidance of a nurse or something like that because it's so severe. It's like your body yeah. can shut down; it will just shut mm-hmm. down if you don't have it. And yes, yeah, it's very serious. Yes, and you need to do the de- detox control mm-hmm. the. Detox, and I really urge people to do that. There mm-hmm. are detoxifications unit uh, in hospitals. You can just go go there, and you will be taken care of. Right. So sure. this doesn't help to you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you go to a hospital after that happened? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I don't know. No. After I came to myself. I just felt that, like, I was okay now. Mm. Okay. You know, I just felt like that was it. And I almost now when I, like, uh, think about it, it, I think that it was maybe a, ha- a heart attack even or yeah. some, something like that. Yeah. yeah. You know? Sure. I well, don't it, know. It, it yeah, definitely... but, but I never got checked, uh, you know, anything. Well, f- first of all, I was in Switzerland. I wasn't in my country, and then, then, then I was a stripper. You know, no, yeah. like, no, like insurances, sure. nothing. There is no care. There is nothing. Right. You know, if something happens to you, if you die, you just end up in a garbage can, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how it is. Yeah, and if I can uh, say say I wrote a book actually from from, from entertainment in industry, uh, it is called a stripper from Japan through Switzerland into the deepest secrets of her soul, and it's really good. It's nice. not about like some kind of uh, uh, paranormal experiences, but you 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 can find no, that's interesting cool. 
things there, and it's really good read. That's great. Well, the title yeah, alone is very interesting. Too. Yeah, yeah. The title <laughs> alone is intriguing for sure. How long? Oh, how long did you do that for? How long did you dance for? Uh not that long. It was like four four years, I would say. That's a long time. Yeah. I mean, in that industry, for sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That industry just just you know dra- drains you and puts you down uh, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally. Yeah, in all ways. Yeah, but I have also other experiences. If you if you want me to share, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Fire away. We love it as yeah. much as you want to share yes. it with Absolutely. us. Yeah. We, we love yeah, it. This is all, you know. I am more. <laughs> great, great. So, uh, so I've been doing spiritual work f- for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, meaning uh, meditations, uh, energy work like ch- chakras, uh, breath work, mm-hmm. uh, since the age of maybe 11. Wow. So, like, I've been really, well, let's put it uh, this way. I came to states that are maybe a little bit uh, different and interesting. So what happened to me, for example, maybe like a year year ago, and that was when I was uh, meditating almost every day intensely and uh, one time I kind of crossed into a different dimension Mm. and like what do I mean with that is that I felt like there was a there was a plastic foil, foil in the front of me and I could go through through the foil and that there was a different world. Mm. It looked the same as this one, but it was different. Interesting. I don't know how to explain it. Even it's so hard to explain. Yeah, Yeah, but like since then, I know that there are different dimensions. Mm -hmm. We just can't can't get there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, plus like I think... Our brain really is not uh, made right right now to go there because mm-hmm. then then I think you would just uh, become a complete mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, but that makes uh, a lot of sense. Yeah, because yeah, we are it's a really interesting experience, you know. Or I came uh, to the state when I was uh, completely balanced. What I mean with that is that I was there, but I was not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there was no ego. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that felt so amazing. And I've never felt something like that. You know, it was just complete balance. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's got to be, obvious, well, I mean, it's it's got to be the most incredible thing, really, you know, to to really, for that ego death, because we're always chasing that one way or another, kind of, you know, the ego death, to get rid of the ego, to surpass it, to not be trapped up by it, and then just, you know, 
just like experience the universe or whatever it is that we're part of, where we're perceiving. And, you know, it makes sense that like through meditation that you would be able to kind of like, because we know it's frequencies, you know, that we're all of our universes, all the dimensions of frequencies. So you're able to kind of like tune the, the station to where you can get close to, you know, getting your mind going at that rate, your consciousness at that rate to where you can go to that, uh, that particular channel or whatever and access it or look through it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I certainly don't have these abilities, but I, it makes sense to me that you would have that combination of the metaphysical and the, you know, and, and physical, what we know, um, of our reality that, you know, I mean, and, and reality is a lot of it is just as we perceive it. No one else perceives right. reality the same. We have a, we have a shared reality, a shared thing that we all consciously connect to. And we all name it this and we give these things that and we all agree that this is called this. We all agree that is called that, you know, um, but there's a lot of people who do especially people who are into meditation for transcendental type meditation who go through you know, other realities and break through through people who, you know, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, spiritual trances, um, you know, people who, who t- like take uh, DM- DMT or ayahuasca, uh, you know, or even uh, psychosilic mushrooms, um, magic mushrooms, those things that alter perception, alter reality, and in a way, attune your brain to where you could can see, uh, can, can, can act with these other uh, realities, or at least acknowledge them to see them and to be kind of in that presence. And more, that's always kind of a, a one of the main drives of spiritualism is to have the spirit become big with the universe. And even in you know Western, uh, you know, like Christianity and, and all these the, the Abrahamic religions. The ultimate goal is to, when you die, is to become part of, be one with God and be part of God. And we are all in God and everything. So, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, it seems, the, the ego death, the being able to transcend and be everywhere and everything all at once. Yes. Sorry, I just went on a little tangent yeah. there. <laughs> no. That was good. I like that. Yeah. yeah. The Buddhist monks, I know their training is to, to tap into that. And to be able to get there in the in a moment, you know, that's the whole, like that's the whole thing, and and it's really interesting. I I, uh, I know it takes a long time to be able to get there. It's fascinating that um, it's fascinating. Human condition is really fascinating that we're able to overcome all these like physical things in our lives and transcend into the spiritual things, and we are able to tap into these like Adam said frequencies or whatever it is. It's um, it's it's interesting. And sorry, can I say something? I think that's what we like to think. We like to think that that we know how to do it, and uh, and like even like spiritual people, uh, uh, many times think that like uh, they they are so powerful and they don't have have ego. You know, no, all of us we have ego, and we we need it. Right. We need it for like successful fu- functioning here. Right. Uh, but once you once you reach that state, 
that you simply don't have ego. I think that's the end. Right, right. You know, and I spoke about it with like one of my uh, mentors because because I'm kind of a person who who always wants to move on. I like to go and like what's next, right? And what's next? Yes, uh, and. and yeah, and we we agreed that like after that is only death, basically. Right. Yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, so like most most people really don't have mo- moments when like uh, uh, there is no ego. Right. 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 It, it's really rare. Yeah, right. and you can see see that many times, even spiritual people, what they do, they speak, I, 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 you know, you know, I did this, I did that. So what shows you, you know, you know, this show, show shows you ego, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. No, that's the tricky thing about being a human being is 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 the ego because it's there to protect. It's there to let us know who we are. The problem is, is when the ego starts driving the bus, uh, that's the real problem, especially in Western society, uh, which is why the Western society has, has grasped at the Eastern philosophy so much, I think, in the last 40, 50 years, uh, 60 years, because, because there is an imbalance there. Um, um not to say one's better than the other, but you have to have the ego there to inform you as a human being, you know, I mean, it's just part of the deal, but also becoming enlightened or whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, on a spiritual level has, you have to learn how to let those pieces that are, um, are pulling you down or not allowing you to grow as a person, which I think speaks to you wanting to move on. Right. So like, I'm also very forward in that way. I know my wife is incredibly forward in that way. She's always on the move. She always wants to push forward. She's always looking for something and that's good. As long as that doesn't become the only thing you're looking for. I guess I think as a, as a young man, I'm speaking for myself in this as a young man, I was always wanting to push forward, not look back. But as I'm sort of coming into my own as a as a enlightened or uh, uh, at least a middle-aged human being, I'm able to look back in the things that I did right and I did wrong and that informs my opinions now or the, the my my philosophy. I've I've learned how to develop that and I'm not finished, but I I agree. It's like how do we push forward into this realm of transcendence and, and, and cause the ego is going to be there, uh, but, but yeah. how, how do we do that in a way where it's like healthy? <laughs> no, I don't know if you know, know this, but like in 1990s, I believe there was a huge mo- movement because that's when they started, started, to like bring all the knowledge from from the Eastern philosophies, uh-huh. yoga, meditations yep, yep. here, and like like there was this huge huge mo- mo- movement, and there was a there was a hope that actually people yeah. will move on to higher spiritual level, yeah. and the world will will just become a better 
a loving place. And look at us. Right. Never happened. Right. What the heck happened? Yeah. What's wrong with us people yeah. that, that we simply cannot move on? Yeah, I know. That's part of the ego too, right? I mean, that is... Yeah, definitely. You know, I I always thought that like... May kind of like you, we would we would reach this place where we all realize this is all silly stuff that we get wrapped up into, and then we would leave the silly stuff behind. But oh, yes. we that can't seem to. We are so attached to to material things, and we're attached to our place in society and all these things that don't mean real really anything. Yeah, well, we're we're immature. We're immature collectively as a as our planet and as, as the you know, as our species. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't feel like that. Huh? I feel like there are so many spiritual, good, or loving people. Oh, but yeah. we just always have to give away to these assholes. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Right. And, and yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, and I think it is because because lo- love and positivity are not aggressive, mm-hmm. you know. So like then like people who are who are aggressive, controlling, always run over us. Yeah, you know that's how I feel yeah. because because you see this like acts of kindness every day, every day. They people do amazing things, mm-hmm. yep. but simply we get just overrun with this like narcissistic individuals, yep. you know, who just who just want power and control. And I don't know why why is this always happening. Well, like I was like I was saying, we're immature. We're like infants, really, yeah. because the infant is only knows it's it's just, an infant is in the center of its own universe. You know, because it is. If it's hungry, it want, You know, it screams to get fed. If it wants change, it screams to get fed, changed. It wants its wishes and desires, as small as they are, is happen immediate, almost immediately. You know, as because it doesn't understand that there's everything else, and it will. You know, it'll grow into it. But it, at that point, it's it's it doesn't. It's not even ego at its own. It's just it, what it is. It's just like. I'm the center of the universe, and we've got. Um, unfortunately, we're not. We are growing. We have been growing as a as a you know as a, a spiritual race. I suppose we're we're changing. We're going through birth pains or growth pains, um, and you know because there's a lot of people who want to do it their way and only their way and only their way is right. Then that's you know so much of the world. You know, is it's only you can only drink Coke, you can only drink Pepsi, whatever it is. It's our way or the highway, and you know, and that highway is going to hell if it's not our way. Or you know, yeah, right? it's it's you know, so we you can't you, yeah, yeah, you can't do your own thing. You can't embrace your own spirituality. You can't make these things. You you can't grow on your own uh, if you know if you limit yourself. To only being fed by one fountain, only be by fed by one branch of, of you know knowledge of thinking, of of just you know of being. <coughs> Excuse me, my throat got dry. Uh, so you know that's 
I think where we're going, I think we're transitioning to something beyond that. But I still think it's going to be a long time, unfortunately. <laughs> You know, I agree with with what you said. That this actually level of maturity, you know, because yeah, it was said many times uh, that the highest emotions are basically uh, a love and empathy, you yes. know, and that really like develops later in. Life and uh, and I'm not talking a fake a a love that you kind of learn, you know, but a real love and empathy that come from your heart. You know, that's that's hard to find it in you. Yes. Well, you yeah, have, so you, you have to find it in you, really. Right, exactly. and, you ha- and you have to be willing to cultivate that. That's very mm-hmm. difficult. I mean, I think this is a modern problem. I think that, um, of course, I look at people from the past, uh, maybe they were more in touch with these things because they lived from the earth itself. Mm-hmm. They had a real connection to uh the earth and and we we are at a point now where uh we are no longer hunter gatherers we don't have to to you know go out and and uh, and hunt for our food or you know, those things are provided and and this is recent this is only recent in humanity where we've gotten to this point to where we are somewhat comfortable and so we have more time on our hands to kind of figure these things out problem is i think most people uh, or a lot of people, there's still a lot of poverty in the world. There's a lot of people that are still, you know, are victims of their own circumstances. Um, we have it pretty good here in this country and, uh, in the, in the West as a whole. But, um, these are things that like, I think if you are willing to go to those depths and really try to figure these things out, it makes you a better person. It should make you a better person. And and all you, all you can ask for is that. You know what I mean? Like, Adam and I have had this dis- discussion before. Like, no matter what the media or, or my phone, when I pick up my phone and I'm, I'm, I'm reading my Facebook page or whatever, it tells me the world is one way. And that way makes me really angry. But when I go out and I experience the world on my own, people are lovely. For the yeah, most, right? for the most part, people are awesome, yeah. and that's yeah. the world I want to live in. Yeah, a real world, you know. Exactly. Yes, you, you know, I'm. I must uh, a little bit say some something about this. That like we are, we are good, good here in like Western countries. I don't think so at all. You know, when when I go to to Africa, for example, it's so spiritual, mm. right? You you feel the spirituality right away. Mm-hmm. Now in these uh, Western countries, I don't feel it. It's almost like it's too organized. It's yeah. too lo- logical. You know, everything has to fit and match. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't fit, you you are not okay. Yeah. I just feel like in uh, we call them developmental countries, but I think many things are actually better there than here. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like think- this. A completely different discussion now. <laughs> no, yeah. no, yeah, but I, I mean, it's really not. I mean, it is. I think, 
I think more along what the lines of what Barry was thinking, if I may, was that uh, we're we're more comfortable here. We feel safer in the world. We have shelter. We have running water. You know, we have toilets. Yeah. We have food. Yeah, we have easy access to everything. Right. We're comfortable. Whereas you know, we're, we're we don't have to work really as hard as uh, as you know someone who is a you know developing you know, developing quote unquote world where you know the subsistence farmer where they're farming just to survive. We don't have to do that. But yeah, you, you know, probably, like, you, yeah, you. Oh yes, yeah, but. Then I would say, how come we are spiritually so low? Yeah, Tell me. Because we're removed. We, yeah. we, we take things for granted, you know what I mean? That, that's we're spoiled. We are so comfortable. We're so comfortable, we're narcissistic in our, in right. our, in our feelings. Yeah, of course. But, we're, but we're also cultivated um, by whatever religion or beliefs or systems of beliefs that our families had and what have come before them and the overall grouping. So we have a huge influence, um, especially in the West of a, of, you know, from the, you know, from Christianity and Judaism and, and uh, Islam of, you know, these are the ways to do it. And there's, you know, Especially Barry and I come from a, a Christian background. We come up, we were Methodist, and there's a strict, particular way you do things, and this is the way we do it because we're Methodist. And over there, those Baptists are they do it their way, and you know, ultimately, I guess it's kind of the same thing, but they're different from us, and they'll probably make it to heaven. But, you know, and then over here, there's the Lutheran, and they do it a little bit more weird this way. And then there's the Catholics, and oh, goodness, you know, and it's just everybody has to be it's their club, their group, their social network, and it's all their own way. And so <clears throat> it's almost like a lot of um, spirituality is taken out of religion. And it's a lot, and I think it's where organized religion can get very problematic. Uh, the teachings are good; it's just mm-hmm. not being taught the, and maybe not being taught the best way. I don't know. No, you are completely right, and 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 that's how I feel because core of every religion is good. The car is amazing, yeah. and it's kind of the same, to be honest. You know, because because it just right. cannot be different, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it all boils down to, as you were saying before, it all boils down to love. It all boils down to right love and empathy. It's love yourself right. and your friend and your and your family and your neighbor, and empathy. Be you know, feel their pain, their their joys, everything. And it's, they they all boil down to that, you know, or even for you know. Love everybody and don't be a dick, and that's religion. That's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Take away from everything. That's how we all get along and do well in the world. But yeah, yeah, like that. (laughs) Love everybody. Don't be a dick. Yeah. 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 There, there's a lot of different ways that people live lives, and I think that like. The, the the key to maturity uh, is to allow people to do that. Allow people to to live the lives that they believe they should be leading, and as long as it's not affecting uh, 
a society in a negative way, it's, you know, you're never going to convince people to, to, to believe the same way. And I think that's part of the issue is that the way that we grew up, that was kind of the philosophy, you know, like if anybody strays outside the, this line of like, you know, this little square box, they're in trouble. And what, I, what you find, huh? What's that? Yeah. You know, so now, 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 now I am a psychologist and I, I do spiritual co- coaching too. Uh, uh, so now I see so, so many we, women going into co- coaching mm. and uh, wa- wanted to uh, be a coach. And it made me think about what's going on. So what I think is because we, we Women are not accepted as spiritual le- leaders in the major re- religions. Uh-huh. You know, they just basically yeah. f- failed us. Uh, so we are kind of creating our own, mm-hmm. almost like a religion. I don't want to use that word because you know yeah. that has like some connotation, yeah. but. I don't know how to call it, uh, but we are just we are just creating a, our own thing, where we are accepted as le- leaders, spiritual le- leaders, sure. and uh, I think it's a very interesting mo- movement. Yeah, and you can look back historically um, and know that see that there are a lot of religions where either you know, but they have both. Priest and uh, priestesses, um, you know, or they would be much more aware women were the ones who were more closer to like the the deity or nature or anything as such, where men would you know were more of the aggressors in you know as far as like warriors and such, or hunters and you know depending on where you look at it, but. Uh, I, it's 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 that's another thing is that where we have, I mean we we Barry, again I speak for Barry because I, I kind of feel like you know we know each other well enough I can do that sometimes. We're we're we very much believe um, live and let live let you know believe, have your own beliefs um, and you know take them to your core and however you want to believe them and how they make you live a good life as a good person then go with it baby but you know we don't want to shit necessarily on anybody's church we don't want to shit on this but we also understand that there's also other problems that come along that can come along with when you get large amounts of people all together right in groups yeah. and group think happens and then you know crazy stuff happens because people are emboldened to be dangerous and to be dumb uh, when they come together in mass, so I think we like we like to believe in in something. The more the more illogical, the better. Mm. I think we like it because because we we feel the spiritual connection, and and that uh, you can see see that also with like cults, you know. Right. For example, yeah. many many cults le- leaders were completely illogical. They would mm. just talk in some some kind of weird language that they made up, and like people fo- followed them. Yeah. You know, and you feel like what. Like, yeah. like, you know, what the heck happened with all these people? Yeah. 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 I think that our de- desire to have these experiences, sure. to move uh, uh, 
into the spiritual le- levels. People want it. Right. And unfortunately, many times uh, they are they are misguided or used or mm-hmm. like whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah. Un- that's the cult leaders are one of my favorite pastimes. I just am fascinated by that. I'm fascinated okay. how someone can lead people if if the right charismatic person mm-hmm. is in charge they can lead people to their own demise or uh, you know at their you know you're you're sort of at the whim of the person that you're you're devoting yourself to but i i think it is part of the human dna to want to lead to or to want to to latch yourself on to some sort of something greater than yourself whether it be yeah. a spiritual thing or some people get super wrapped up into their 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 physical bodies and they they push themselves and they try to become you know you know marathon runners and the human mind and spirit is drawn toward these things and that's we're 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 we're, we're we push ourselves to build things we create things uh you know whether it's it's you know uh, pyramids or it's paintings or it's businesses or um we're for whatever reason the human human condition is to strive and to create and it's just amazing. Like that's the part of the human, uh, the human uh, experience that is just so fascinating. I've met some really amazing people in my life, and and I would not have gotten to meet them if it weren't through you know doing work and and getting out of the country and meeting people that from so many different walks of life. And the one thing I'll say that my my upbringing gave me is the ability to talk to people. And listen mm-hmm. and listen to people, and and not put myself. It took me a while to not try to put myself in there, uh, and and make it about me. But it is when you start to meet people from so many different backgrounds, you start to see there's so many similarities. No matter if you're from Japan or if you're from Oklahoma, there are so many people. Want yes. people are good. Um, at the core. Now, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that can happen. Cult leader is one of those possibilities, but at the core, you know, people are, are, are good. And I, and I, and again, just touch back on what we talked about before. That's the world that I want to live in, you know, and. Uh, yes, exactly. Yes. And uh, we want, we want to create really good and nice world for our kids for the future generations and that's the thing yeah circle of influence better (laughs) you ever there's a book out i can't remember it's called circle of influence but a gentleman wrote a book about like uh the average person and, and how you change the world and the whole idea is basically you don't change the world by being the president. I mean, that's great, but the the likelihood of anybody becoming a, a leader in on that scale is pretty sm- small. How you change the world is within your circle of influence, within your family and your friends. That's it. And then it becomes a ripple effect. And so and 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 if people are able to gain that, I'll have days where like something will happen to me I'll be in a crummy mood and I'll 
I'll witness something or, or I'll have someone come up to me and tell me something really kind. And I'm just, that will, that will put my faith back into humanity and, and set my mind right, you know, cause we're all guilty of it. We all get into that space where we're just like, Oh, you know, so. Yeah. No, so I, was, I work in jail, you know, I work in corrections for wow. like years. Uh, so, so I see basically criminals uh, almost every day. Wow! <laughs> How is that? So, you know, you know, talking about the go- good in people, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, yeah. So it's very interesting uh, that I still have this belief that mm-hmm. like people are good. Most people I've met several people in my career that I would say. They were just just simply bad, right? And yeah, I, I couldn't simply say anything uh, different about them. Sure, but most people, I feel that they they have something good in them. It's like we have to yeah. really uh, cultivate it, right? Do you and ha- allow it to grow, allow it to be right? Yeah. You know, and and, and, you know, that can be a whole sorts of, you know, uh, conversations to be had from that as well. Yeah, Yeah, but, you know, for me, it was uh, really like through through spirituality and Mm -hmm. through uh, meditations and through breathwork energy connecting to myself and connecting to the universe that i was able to find this in me you know this this really a lot for people no matter how 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 bad they are and how many horrible things they've done sure. i still have it and i i think that's the way hmm. that's how you simply Find yourself, and that's how you can maybe improve yourself and then spread, spread it around, of course. Sure. Do you have good success? Do you have a, do you have decent success with what you do in the prison? Uh, you mean like they don't come back? Or, or what no, do you, like, what is- like, I mean, do you have positive interactions with people? Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we have fun. Oh, oh, we have so much fun. We like our <laughs> members, mafia. Yeah, sure. Why not? Wow, wow. Well, no, it's, it's fascinating because I mean, I mean, most people think, okay, well, somebody goes off to prison and we just write them off. You know, like like our in our society, uh, and I don't feel this way. I feel like if you've done your time, if you've if you've, then you should be you should be allowed back into society and and you should be able to fulfill a life for yourself. But a lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people feel like if you go to prison, you should be cut off from society and good luck. You know? Really? Oh yeah. It's, it's very interesting because uh, here, here, especially in like uh, today's trend, it's absolutely not like that. Everybody almost go goes back. Nobody nobody goes to jail anymore. It's uh, just simply uh, se- sentences are so low compared to like even like uh, ten years ago. Huh. And uh, honestly, some some people I feel like they should never get out. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Sure. You know, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. 
Yeah. Some some people just 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 what they do. It's 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 just so so bad. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and then you know uh, we have we have all these like uh, gr- groups, uh, advocacy groups, advocating for for inmates, but then when you ask them, are you gonna take him as your neighbor? It's yeah. like, oh, you know, then it's like, yeah. oh, you know, no, no, no. Put him some somewhere on the other side, you right. know, sure. So like that's that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I can tell you something like like ex-convicts are just everywhere. They yeah. are just normal people. Yeah. Uh, you know, people think they like they look like different or like, I don't know, they have like green, green heads or some something. <laughs> no, no, no. They look just like us. They are just normal people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your job when they are? Are you there to rehab, help rehabilitate them? Like, what do you what is your uh, goal? Um with your job. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, first of all, I was doing uh, diagnostics for a long time. Okay. Uh, which was basically because we have we have a good portion of uh, of mentally ill mm-hmm. uh, people in jail. Sure. Which which is unfortunate, but then uh, I think that that it might be. Uh, really like the best place for them to be honest yeah. with you right because they have mental health service services uh, that they need they have the structure and their security really yeah. because because many of them are, are aggressive yeah yeah right uh, so yes I was doing that and I was doing uh, of course uh, a therapy for some time and I was doing testing, uh, IQ and and personality testing. Yeah, so okay. I've kind of done a lot, you know, mm. crisis intervention all the time. Yeah, emergencies, somebody like banging head on the wall or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Hard. It's, it's stressful and intense, but I like it, to be honest with you. Well, good. We got, I mean, we need people like you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, really. I mean, not a lot of people would put themselves in that situation, you know? That's great. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You, Yeah, you have an interesting story. For sure. Well, you know, people tell me that, uh, but... Uh, I'm just like no, I'm just a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've lived it, so it's normal to you. It's boring to you. Right. You lived it. Yeah, it's your life. You know, but yeah. for the other people, you know, it's it's, it's fascinating, and, and that's you know one of the things that we we always tell people. Everybody's got at least one good story. You know, you your life, you're, you've had your experiences that are unique to you. That sometimes you know because you happened to because it happened to you, you experience. And you've talked about it, or you know about it. It's not that big of a deal. It's not significant. It's not unusual or weird or extraordinary. Uh, but you know, to a lot of other people who haven't had that kind of, uh, of experience, it's it's you know it's a fantastic and an amazing story. And you know that's one of the things that we love about the show is talking to people, new people, old friends whoever, our guests to come on and share their stories with us, and we get to experience that wonder and uh, that that 
bit of your life and that you share with us and uh it's just it's 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 amazing and it's really um i think it's really been fruitful for us uh just as people you know and just uh and being able to just connect and make more new friends because we always always walk away from these feeling like we've made a new friend and uh you know and that's what's one of the important things i guess from for us aside from you know having sharing the stories for the with the rest of the world, um, but also just you know having that interaction and uh, making new connections. Yep, absolutely. So. Yes, yes, I think that's actually great, and I think that's that's one thing that I liked about working in corrections that I, I heard so many interesting stories. Mm. It was just every day yeah. <laughs> something. Uh, yeah, and I don't like to be bored. Yeah, so <laughs> right. so, so I think I was kind of like thriving uh, uh, tra- on those stories. Really, yeah. that was my adrenaline after entertainment industry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean that's quite a different uh, profession, you know, to go from right? that to uh, that's fascinating. I mean that that is. Not everybody has that story, and that is really, really, uh, it's courageous I, because that world has so many, like you said, negative connotations. A lot of people get sucked into that lifestyle, and they don't, they don't live. Mm-hmm. They, they don't live to tell the tale, and here you are. Not only have you lived through a tough time, but you're now helping people. That is amazing. That is amazing. Really? Thank you. <laughs> and so you wrote you wrote one book, or uh, that was about your experiences in the uh, adult entertainment industry. Um, have you written anything else? Or are you oh, working yes. on something? Okay, okay. Well, it's kind of my passion, and I've been writing for years, but I never intended uh, to like come out with anything. I used to. I just write for myself. Mm. Now and then then it just came to me, you know, once I found this book in my drawer and I kind of read through and I was like, "Oh wow, this is actually good." <laughs> yeah, so yes, I published it, but I wrote uh short stories. I wrote two more books. I wrote a script. Mm, yeah, nice. I wrote anything. That's great. Because yeah, this Another thing, it just comes to me. Mm. And it's just, I don't know from mm. from where. Uh, yeah, I just I just get this inspiration, and I have to write, and I sit and write. That's great. And yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to do. That's great. Mm. Where can people get the get your book? Yes. So the book is on Amazon. So, so again, uh, uh, it is a stripper from Japan through Switzerland into the deepest secrets of her soul. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can just Google me. I'm on Facebook. Okay. Uh, if you want a coaching, if you want to do do some spiritual work, uh, I am here for you. Great, great. And and how do they get in touch with you on your Facebook? Yeah, so you you can just DM me or like email. Email is is my name N E L L A H M X Nella M X at okay. gmail.com. Okay. 
So it's very simple. Yeah, yeah or like oh, Facebook. You can just you can just messenger, right? Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. That's... Yes, anything works. Great. That's awesome. Well, thank you uh, for coming on and hanging out with us. So we'd love to have you back on sometime. Oh, thank you so much. And yes, oh, this was this was really interesting con- conversation. Thank Absolutely. you. Yes, definitely yep. a really great deep conversation to be here. So <laughs> uh, we definitely really appreciate it and really really had a good time talking to you. So thank you, uh, Nella, once again very much. Thank you. Bye, guys. Get this. We call it What's Your Weird Story, right? But we don't limit it to weird stories. It's true. Sometimes we have crazy travel and epic adventure stories. Sometimes we do book reports and other special episodes. Sometimes we'll cover some weird news. Sometimes I'll see one of my oldest, dearest friends just dancing around and punching the air for five minutes before we sit down and record an episode. But hey, it's all good because it's fun to talk to people, to make new friends, to get in touch and reacquainted with old friends and hear amazing stories. Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird, dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's what's dash your spelled y-e-r dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what if any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool what's your weird story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt get a hold of us Maybe it'll happen. You know, she should really write a book. Well, as a matter of fact, she did. (laughs) Uh, If you paid attention to the interview you just took part in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's a fascinating story, man. Wow. It really is. It really is. To start off. Uh, just how, just like a, a very different, unique life. Um, starting off in sex work, and and that is, uh, you know, there's a big, you know, there's a dangerous side to that. Um, yeah. You know, because it is, you know, on the uh, outskirts of you know the normal society. I suppose people don't want to talk about that stuff, or you know, but. Uh, but it's work is what it is, and it's there, and it's all over the place. And uh, but the really the, the the weirdness starts is whenever she, you know, the mystery drug, uh, yeah. whatever she was given, and uh, her weird reaction with you know almost it sounds almost like a near death experience or yeah. out of body experience. Yeah, which kind of led her down the road of. Uh, Doing something completely different, and, yes. and boy, did she! She 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 totally did something different with her life, and uh, yeah. and is helping give back to give back, and it's really incredible. It's uh, 
it's really a, just a story of perseverance and, uh, you know, trying to make the, the most of what you've been given. And, um, yep. man, just, just fascinating, fascinating stuff. Yep, and just a great conversation. We really went off, we really meandered off uh, into some, you know, really heady, um, deep, you know, kind of philosophical kind of stuff. Uh, you know, talk with the, about talking about ego death and spiritualism and the nature of reality and, you know, uh, just... It was really great. I think yeah. it was a really good conversation. It was, man. Um, for yeah. all of us, you know, to be part of and to listen to. I hope hope everyone else out there enjoyed that because yeah. that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's always fun to to go into the uncharted territory sometimes that those types of conversations tend to lean into and uh, to f- find some common ground in there and uh, expand on some ideas is always fun and we would love to expand ideas with you if you have a story if you have something interesting in your life that you would like to talk about maybe it happened to you maybe it happened to a family member a friend um god we'd love to talk to you please get in touch with us and come on the podcast and hang out yes indeed we want to hear all your great stories and uh, while you're waiting to join us, don't forget to go and check out Nella's book, uh, which is called A Stripper from Japan through Switzerland into the deepest secrets of her soul. And uh, that's by Nella MX. Uh, so that's N E L L A uh, M and then a lowercase X. And uh, you can find that there on the. Um, the world famous uh, website named after the river in South America, um, Amazon. In case you <laughs> Amazon. Barry looked at me kind of like, I man, yeah, I think I, I must be tired. I, you are I'm very just, tired. I can tell my brain is just not functioning. <laughs> so it took me until you let us in on the joke. I was like, what? I don't. I am. Oh man, it's over my yeah. head. Go get. You can find uh, Nella's book on Amazon, and she's you know sounds like she's working on some other stuff, and doing a lot of good work in general uh, in the uh, the corrections system. And uh, so yeah, so once again, Nella, thank you so much uh, for joining us, and thank you all for listening um, to this episode two hundred and forty nine of the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Amazing. Yes. Wow. Indeed. It's uh whew, yeah, it's it's quite quite something. So, uh we appreciate all of you out there in Weirdsville for joining us every week. Uh if you've just found us, uh welcome to the club, welcome to our community, and we hope you stick around and enjoy the the stories that we've had uh throughout the years. And coming up, because it's so much more amazing stuff coming down the line. Uh, Just great stuff, you know, from the weird side, the darker, spooky side, to the the funny sides, to the outsides and the insides, um, uh, offsides, I don't know, the side dishes. Um, (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) we got all sorts of good stuff heading your way. And we want to add more, so you know you can become part of the uh, the buffet that is Weirdsville. Um, so join us next week 
for our special 250th episode. Wow. Damn. Where yeah, yeah, yeah. Where our guest is our dear old friend, Desi. Yeah, nice. It's a great conversation, too. Yep. Desi from Dover. That's what we used to call her. Can't call her that anymore because she's... Well, I guess we still can. She's from Dover, but she, even though she doesn't live there anymore. Um, but Desi is our is, is also recognized as the uh, lieutenant um, mayor or governor... Lieutenant mayor of, of Weirdsville. Uh, she would have to be mayor, not governor, because governor is of the state. And... Uh, the We're working state. toward that, though. Yeah, this, yeah. Right now, the uh, the state of the of the What's Your Weird uh, Story podcast is um, is uh, hypothetical and mildly chaotic. Um, <laughs> at, at least in our head. Yeah, yeah. So that's what it is. All right, guys and gals, and everyone in between and outside of that, um, we will see you next time. Uh, BYOB and um, you know any of whatever else you want to bring to the party bring it it's your party do it up until then be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it if you have a lot of them we want to hear them all we can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions whether it's sharing your stories listening rating and spreading the word about the podcast thanks for listening till next time be safe be weird the stories presented on the what's your weird story podcast are to our knowledge true experiences that our guests have had we can't take the time to research all claims made and besides it's just not as fun